Now, uh, you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 250, uh, the 250th edition of the Into Your Head podcast. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, that's an achievement. That's a major achievement. Uh, We've had 250 of these. Uh, That means means everyone who hasn't done so already should uh, go and buy something in the Into Your Head merchandise store to celebrate. Uh, That's what that means. If If you don't own anything that's on sale... Uh, in the into your head merchandise store, uh, your house hasn't your house hasn't been sufficiently adorned with souvenirs of your favourite podcast. Uh, so go and buy a. Uh, an into your head dead mouse pad uh, or an into your head uh, what's that called uh, that mug, there's a mug that with a thing written on this that's vaguely amusing uh, which you'll have hours of fun drinking out of uh, one of those little shitty mugs that they sell in shops and podcast stores uh, but nonetheless uh, support your favourite podcast uh, go and, uh, this isn't an adver- advertisement by the way, uh, this is just uh, well, it's just a break in normal programming. Uh, I've come on here. Uh, it's about freaking time I started uh, being less uh, shy about uh, expecting stuff. Uh, so, everyone, basically everyone who listens to this show and enjoys it should uh, donate half a million euros to the tip jar uh, or buy something in the store or both. Uh, only people who haven't already, of course. Anyone who has done so already, thank you very much. You've done your bit. Uh, fuck off. Uh, you don't need to, uh, you don't have to go over the top with this stuff, because, uh, well, people will start thinking you're a stalker, uh, if you do that sort of thing, uh, no offence, of course, uh, there's no, uh, there's no offensive moves in this statement, uh, intended whatsoever, uh, this isn't like one of those, uh, sequences in Kill Bill, where, uh, she comes along, and she's doing a podcast, and she's advertising her store, and suddenly she kicks someone just for fun, uh, although, admittedly, it's not just for fun, it's as punishment for killing her husband, uh, which I suppose, I suppose is reasonable uh, in, a, in a fictional world created by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, but no, uh, Quentin Tarantino doesn't make podcasts as far as I'm... Although, I'm sure uh, he's... Uh, he likes doing interviews, so he... Uh, well, that's a lie. I made that up. That's... that's uh, well, it may, it, may, it may be true, but it, may, it can still be a lie. Uh, if I say Quentin Tarantino likes appearing in podcasts, uh, I can't... I have a feeling I heard him on a podcast once. I'm not sure... Uh, but that doesn't mean that he likes doing it. Uh, but why would he do it if he doesn't like it? Uh, why would why would he go and say, uh, Hello, uh, yes, I'll appear in your podcast, even though I can't fucking stand doing that crap. Uh, frankly, I need the money. Put me in your podcast and interview me. Uh, what do you want to ask me? Uh, yes, my name is Quentin Tarantino. Uh, why have you got that thing wired to me? Uh, is that a lie detector test? Why are you using that? Uh, I'm a, I'm a creator of works of fiction and fiction. Of course, I'm going to fail a lie detector test. Uh, I mean, freaking hell! Uh, what do you expect? Uh, that uh, that guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the man who did the thing. Uh, you probably well. I don't need to tell you the whole story. Uh, you'll remember. You know yourself. It's a well-known thing. Uh, your man who did the thing with the yoke. Uh, he said Quentin Tarantino. Ah, uh, well, he said, basically, well, you'll know, if you know of him, you'll know what he said. Uh, he said, uh, stuff. Uh, uh, note to self, fade this out. Uh,
Uh, hello, uh, it's me again. Uh, you can fade. Uh, note to self, you can fade me back in now. Uh, I'm going to do another segment. Uh, I don't know what went wrong there. Uh, I've had plenty of coffee this morning. I should, in theory, I should be able to record a coherent and uh, high-quality show. Uh, but this is turning out to be a load of crap. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, my arse. Uh, that's, not a, that's not a request. Uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, is not a... Oh, it's not a verb. Uh, there isn't a verb to Quentin Tarantino. Although there may be a verb <coughs> to Quentin. I'm not sure. Uh, well, that, that may also be a direction on the parcel to Quentin. Uh, presumably it would be one to Quentin Tarantino. Because he's the only person in the world who's so well known that he could just put his first name on an envelope. And the, the postal service will know where to send it. Uh, he's like the Santa Claus of the movie world. Uh, I suppose you could say uh, to uh, to the Pope to, uh, but he wouldn't know which one to send it, and there's probably a law against uh, members of the of the post office service automatically assuming that it's for the current Pope, because it might be a private letter that's addressed to a previous Pope, and that the current Pope isn't supposed to see uh, as being stuck somewhere in the post box for several years. Uh, so no, that would be a major brief of privacy. Uh, the Pope. The current uh, previous pope would be well within his rights uh, to come back to life and sue the post office for that sort of thing. Uh, although technically he's not the customer, he's the recipient. Uh, but still, that's not the point. You can't be. Uh, we've got several male persons listening to this program. Uh, we've got Manny the mailman. Uh, we've got. Uh, oh, I think that's it now that you mention it. Uh, but no. Uh, Manny the mailman listens to this. Uh, he's listened to. Manny has listened many times. And he's. Uh, oh, what else can I say? That's a pun on the word Manny. Uh, he's a. Uh, male money. Money the mailman is a male money. Uh, does that mean anything? Probably not, no. Uh, well, I'm scraping the bucket here. Uh, I've got a... Oh, actually, now that you mention it, I do have a bucket under the desk. I use as a... I have a plastic bucket that I use as a waste paper basket. Uh, here it is. Uh, now a basket is supposed to have holes in it. But this doesn't have holes, but it's broken at the side. There's a big crack. And it's torn apart. Uh, it's a big green, but it's rather childish. A big lime green bucket. Uh, let's see what's in it. Some scrunched up waste here. Uh, there's a list of uh, pending checks and direct debits. Uh, there's uh, stuff. Uh, there's a letter. Uh, it's none of your fucking business what it's about. But nonetheless, it's a letter addressed to me. Uh, there's an empty staples box. Uh, it says a thousand staples, but I don't believe you'd fit a thousand staples into that. Uh, unless, I suppose, you stapled them to the outside of the box as well as the inside. Uh, but that would just make the box uh, ten times its actual size. Uh, that would so be cheating. Uh, if you did that, and uh, if you were participating in, a, in an official world record breaking attempt uh, with uh, someone from the Guinness Book of Records there monitoring it and he said I'm going to squash 10,000 staples into this tiny box and he just started clipping the staples onto the outside of the box uh, they'd say no fuck off 
for not having that. Uh, your man, the late Norris McGuirter from that Record Breakers programme on the BBC, he'd come along and say, oh no, I'm not, I, I can't condone this, I'm afraid. That's not to say that I condemn it, but I can't uh, say that it's an official record. Because uh, frankly, uh, you're not doing what you said you claimed you'd be doing. If you had come along to me and said on the application form, I'm going to uh, see how many uh, staples I can stick to the outside of a box... Uh, then I'd be able to, I might be able to help you there somewhere, but that's not what you claimed you were doing. Uh, so uh, I consider it cheating. I do, but then I'm dead. Although I'm not sure. Am I? Is Norris McQuarrie dead? I'm not sure. Uh, I think he is. Uh, your man, the other fellow of that program, is dead. Uh, your man who used to play uh, Roy Castle, the fellow who used to play. Uh, I used to play some musical... Oh, trumpet. He used to play the trumpet and present children's programmes about the Guinness Book of Records. Uh, And then he died and they replaced him with an athlete... Uh, who's still alive and uh, then Norris McGurter used to come on from the Guinness Book of Records in the toy and say uh, this record is legitimate or this record isn't and he had, he'd say hello congratulations you're going to be in the Guinness Book of Records now that's a remarkable achievement you've managed to roll eight leg eight eggs down the side of a cat uh, nobody before has, has rolled more than seven eggs down the side of a cat uh, within this fixed time period of course yeah you have to make sure to have all the parameters set here uh someone if someone f that up uh, this is a complicated job if someone f that up and said and said oh fine we'll, we'll enter you for that record and uh, we'll come along and monitor uh, how many eggs you can slide down the end of the cat uh but they, if they forget to say within a certain a specified time limit uh that could go on for 200 years uh, someone could have started it back in the 1700s and still be rolling eggs down the side of a cat uh, and of course uh, the guinness book of records would have to pay overtime for norris mc what's his name to stand there watching this uh, he'd probably have to do it in shifts they'd have to get someone else in at night to replace him and of course there's all sorts of unsociable hours involved in that uh, you can't profit from a, from a book that's based on, on expenses like that uh, so no it's very important that they set all the parameters uh, that's why you need experts and records to do this uh, anyway good morning uh, go to the store